What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. Okay, I figured that before when I start off, everyone, I'm gonna do something random like that. So I, I, this is my only time I'm gonna warn y'all. Um, I don't even I, I I forgot who even does that song, but it was playing on the radio today at work on my little stream playlist, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do it when I start the podcast." So. But yeah, this is episode forte, forte two, and um, I'm here with my fam. My fam is in the building. KT, what's going on, girl? Then... <laughs> Just chilling. <laughs> About to eat. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and my bro P Shaw was in the building. What's going on, man? What's up with you now? I mean, um. Everything, everything this way. I just can't stand how that weather just flip-flopped on us today. I don't know how it felt up there, but this, I know down here where we at, it was hot one minute, and then it was just like the heavens just opened up. Well, oh, God damn. God, God damn. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, see, see what happened when the heavens open up. Uh, so so uh, Craig Mack is in the building. Uh, he, he, uh, I'm here. I'm here, baby. Okay, and there he goes. That works. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so um, I guess that definitely um, coincides with the the topic or the theme of today's episode because I don't have shit to really talk about. So we just going to just shoot the shit. It's probably going to be the, the the name of this episode. Just shoot the shit. So um, how was everyone's weekend? Hell, I don't even remember what KT? I did. I don't even remember what I did. So that's so so that's a good thing, right? Be a good or a bad thing. Do shit. It could yeah. be. I don't do shit. That's why. Man, I I like ain't do shit, especially in context when you have two little monsters rolling around. So when I get the opportunity to not do shit, I love it. I absolutely love it. So, what's up, Bisha? What what was you doing this weekend? Well, I thought I was gonna have a um, a, a lazy boy weekend, and then um, my friend came down, so uh-huh. he was able to I knew it after church. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, after church. But yeah, uh, yeah, but, um, after church. <laughs> yeah, after church. Yeah, but I've been I've been getting everything basically together for um, the event I got coming up at, on Saturday, and then um, I was asked <laughs> to preach at this. Conference <laughs> at the end of next month. After yeah, after that church, was right there. yeah, it was after church. Okay. If you if you if you if you trying to catch me doing church service, it ain't gonna happen unless you do. All right, that that's so that's after what's church. Up. So sh- shout out to the friend. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just happy for you, man. That's I'm, I'm just happy for you. Um. Uh. Hey, I mean, you, you can't be, you can't be happy yet because you know, true. friends. This friends is true. Friends. This this is true. And I got a lot of class. I got a lot of classmates. I got I got a lot of classmates that just pop up on. Yes. Them. However, um, 
you know, getting to that point of saying, I don't want a girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm not with a girlfriend. Right. I don't have of, a of girlfriend. Course. If that's, if that's the case. So that's not going to happen because, you know, when you get up here in our age, when you get as old as, as Craig right. Mack is, then, you know, it's, it's time to figure <laughs> out something else. So, but my main thing is trying, is trying to collaborate things. So the mother of my children are also, this, this is true. Well. This is true. And I, I, I I, I said I said Craig. I said Craig's age. I said Craig's age. <laughs> I know. We didn't that's, say that. You said that. See, that's I a technicality. That's all. This this that's semantics. <laughs> there's principalities about this. Man. All right. So it's just I, I think that's really important um, when it comes to you mentioned something about making sure that you know the, the other parties are involved as far as the mother of your children when it comes to different types of relationships and stuff like that. And a lot of mm-hmm. people don't get that. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Especially when you enter in different types of relationships and you already have children and there's other relationships with, and I'm not saying relationships as in like, you know, committed intimate type of things, but you know, the, the parenting dealing with co-parenting yeah. and stuff like that people often neglect those type of relationships mm-hmm. and then it creates a whole bunch of mess. And then you bring in this person, that person, this person around your children and it just creates instability. So, uh, I, that, that just creates a lot of issues. I know I've, I've <laughs> have a lot of uh, friends and coworkers and stuff that I talk to that have these different type of issues. And it's like, uh, most recently this, uh, coworker of mine and, you know, I, I I love her to death. That's my home girl, but um, ratchet, ratchet, and, and the the stories and the the friends yeah. and stuff that that she hang out with and the situations they be in. I'd be like, look, I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm tempted to take some of these stories and just take it right to the podcast because this just can't be real. And she'd be like, but no, I don't want to go on. I don't go on. It's like, well, at this point, I don't need you. I'm, I'm just gonna take the story and run with it. But it's it's dealing with issues like okay um she 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 will be remained uh nameless so let's just call her um shirley (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i was thinking barbara well you (laughs) barbara so we'll call we'll call her shirley right (laughs) and (laughs) and shirley and shirley has uh, a husband named Daryl. Okay. Uh, and there's going to be a third character that comes in, but I will introduce him later in this story. So, um, I forgot the girl's name. I read Shirley. Did I say Shirley. Yeah. All right. So Shirley, uh, is married to Daryl. Daryl is, uh, an ain't shit husband. Um, just really immature. Uh, doesn't, uh, now they're married with two children. Let me let me preference that he's married with two uh, married with two children with Shirley. Um, he cannot keep a job when he is at a job. He is just a horrible worker. He doesn't show up to work. He leaves early. He calls out all the time. He does all of these ridiculous things that you would expect from um, that you would expect from just ain't shit immature people. Right. And, and so at this point, the wife is pretty much fed up. She's tired of basically, you know, supporting 
three children in the home, uh, rightfully so. And Shirley is on a mission to buying a home. She wants to buy a home. Uh, she wants to go ahead and get started in the home ownership, uh, have a stable place for her children and this, that, and the third. Uh, but of course she's having trouble because finances, you know, she's married and he doesn't really contribute anything at all. So she decided uh, while she's trying to figure out how to, you know, get this home. There, there is an, a particular ex of hers that she works with. We'll call him Tim. And uh, Tim has a thing for Shirley. And Tim is talking with her and she's talking about her plans of buying a home, this, that, and the third. And Tim is like, well, I'll co-sign for you. I'll co-sign for you to, to get a loan so you can buy this house. And she's like, word. And she's, and he's, and Tim is like, word. So the, 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 (laughs) so, so the, the relationship between Daryl and Tim is quite hostile because Daryl knows that Tim wants Shirley. Um, he's made a move in the past. I married, Shirley says. I don't give a fuck. You married to a fuck nigga, Tim says. And you know that you should be with, you know, someone who's really wants you and to take care of you and your children. Ding, 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 ding. Legs moisten a little bit. Uh, comes to Shirley and she's like, uh, <laughs> Things moisten, things get a little excited because you're absolutely right. I've been, uh, this guy hasn't been the type of husband that I need him to be. He made these children, but he doesn't, uh, take care of them at all. He's barely at home, uh, but he's in between jobs all the time and just always has these issues going on. So, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and have you co-sign for this house because if, if push comes to shove, I can just get rid of Daryl and this house will be ours. So all that to be said, um, one, we, we know that there are some rights and some wrongs um, and mm. a couple of great spots when it comes to this story. But all that to be said, um, when you're dealing with other people, as far as the parents of, of your children, this, that, and the third, it's very, very important to, uh, to bring about mm. A tip, a type of communication and a clear understanding, um, and even some boundaries if need be, um, when it comes to one, the comfort, security, and for the overall success of your children, um, and you know, for the success and moistening of what's between the thighs, um, so. <laughs> that's 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 part of the story, but um, yeah, I'll I'll just stop it there. Peace, y'all. It's back on you. <laughs> well, <clears throat> as far as that go, true. Um, as men, um, you know, we got to take care of the household. I mean, I I've no no. Should I say that? Nah, that ain't right. You can't say that. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so. So this particular person, because I have to say the name, even if, if I don't say, if I tell you who it is, you'll know who it is and the world will know who it is. So, but I, right. I'll tell you about it when we, when we get off, but this particular person gotcha. and, and, and their husband split the bills down the middle. 
and she has children. So I'm like, to me, that don't make sense. And I asked about it, like, yo, you know, um, you know, as a man, a man should be able to pay for at least the mortgage or pay for at least the rent. Everything else is extra. You know what I mean? If you make more money than him, I ain't cool. But as far as a situation like that, that's messy. Tim is about to make Daryl um, cut his whole head off. One, because if yes. you have made those um, things done in the past, even her, to be able to tell her business, you've seen the movies, this stuff is real, because that's a real life situation. Um, what yes. was it? Um, um, what, what, what's the movie that had um, Mikhail Pfeiffer in there? And he was dating Nina Long. Nina Long. Um. And one of her old, old one of her old dudes got him soul a job food. and he used to say yeah. soul food yeah soul food and yeah. um and he didn't know that dude that got him the job till they got up in there and he was like what oh no 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 and he went and jack beat him up jacked her up you know and all that other stuff but it's the same thing that was on why did i get married why did one i get her married? old flames yeah, her ex-husband yep. got her got her new husband a job so yep. if any man is going to help me out, you need to bring that to me. Don't let me find out that another man has actually taken my position for my household, you know? And like right. like I said in the beginning, and that's why moving forward, I actually it's crazy that we that I got to that point of being comfortable. Is it a word to say comfortability? Is that a uh -huh. word? Yep. But I made it up. Yep. Write it down. It worked comfortability today. It worked to get today. to that point of saying, Hey, <laughs> it worked today. Of saying, hey, you know, you know, I want to get in a relationship. However, I'm allowing you to know when I'm going to do it. So, true story. I'm going to give everybody that's trying to get with me until um, Father's Day. Then after Father's Day, I will start entertaining these um, relationship right. statuses, conversations, or whatever it may be. Because I owe y'all that much respect because I think about it now, not just being a man of God, but understanding understanding that children are involved, how messy it can be if communication is not at the forefront. Right. So I'm communicating with you all. Y'all got till Father's Day. So when Father's Day came, that's when um, you know, I had conversations with some of my classmates and a couple of them, you know, um letting me know what their thoughts were as far as them and myself. And a couple of them was like, yo, you know, whatever you choose, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, and I love my, my classmates, our classmates to death. And I just, you know, I appreciate they their respect as far as the mother of my children mm -hmm. go because I'm gonna love them no matter right. what happens. And um, I just don't want no drama on no way, shape, or form. So, kids, are y'all alright with this? Are y'all okay with daddy doing this? Alright, cool. Well, let me talk to y'all mama about it because even though people may say they okay with it, in the back of their mind, they right. really not. And um, the mother of my children, one has a husband, one has a one has a boyfriend. However. The reality of it is, I, as long as I'm alive, I will always be a threat to their relationship because I have something that they don't have with those women right. and those kids. So I, I so. figured, well, I, I think that especially now, <laughs> once we get a bit more mature, that we have to be uh, especially more direct uh, and more steadfast uh, and forward with what we want, what our intentions are from the get-go. I feel like you should be like that anyway. But especially once other factors are involved, like such as children, then you definitely need to be more direct as far as, you know, if I'm entertaining this, if I'm looking to be in a relationship or I'm looking to be married or whatever the case may be, this is what I want. This is where I am right now. 
Um, I want to be married. So if I'm going to do this, I'm doing this in preparation for marriage. If you have a timeline, I'm doing this in preparation for marriage in X amount of time or whatever the case may be. But just as long as they know, if, as long as I'm going to talk to him, he's looking to get married. And so then that's up to her to kind of make that, to make that type of choice. Um, uh, and I feel like as a man, um, it is, you know, is, I feel like it's just a responsibility, uh, as a man, it's a responsibility that you have because, um, I, I just feel like if you are pursuing a relationship, you're interested in someone then, or, or whatever the case may be, I feel like in any type of relationship that you, that friendship or whatever the case may be, I feel like that intention should be known, uh, as far as where you are, what, what you want. Uh, so you're not wasting your time and you're not wasting her or their time or whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's it. So Craig Mack is back. Somebody is typing loud as a motherfucker. Who is that? Who type Craig? Is that still you? Craig, you don't have like earbuds or something you can plug into your, your computer. <laughs> Craig, come on, man. <laughs> plug that motherfucker into the computer. <laughs> plug it in. <laughs> he on Plug mute, it but in, it's still man. <laughs> while recording. Okay, so um, yeah, I I get that. I understand. Oh, yep. Next time you got to be on time. That's what it we, is. Cause we live. You gotta, be on, gotta be on time next time. Cause we live. Uh, um, but nah, you you can before you come you come in though. Like when when you go to the um the the red room or, or whatever they call it in the beginning, then you get to choose your devices as oh, yeah, you know before you actually jump on in. So yeah, yeah, go ahead, take it, take it. Mine, I choose. Yeah. I am not using headphones because oh, yeah. so he might have to log off and then log back in. Yep, and then mm -hmm. it it balances it, it out so that I don't have that echo. And and that's what it, what that's the the main important part because if you choose you don't then it will, um, administer what's called like echo cancellation. That way, there's no constant feedback between what you hear and what you say, and it keeps bouncing back and forth like that. So, mm -hmm. um. So yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's that's it. So I bought these things. Shout out to Pod Decks. So it's just a sh and I have like one, two, three, four, like five of these things. So I figure I'm gonna ask y'all some questions just to see how this thing goes. Um, and I promise I'm gonna keep it rated PG thirteen no. slash R. <laughs> Stop. Nah, it is not that serious at all. Just, just some, some shit there. Oh, did did I go ahead and give my um my condolences to to Chris Paul, um because he will never go back to the NBA Finals. I didn't. Um, so rest in peace to Chris Paul, uh, oh, and his chance to get a a a, a championship because he he would he will never uh he'll never go back. And probably for retirement, you know, that, that, that's just, that's just kind of, 
it, it, it is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Love, love, love I, this was the only it time is, I've ever, um, like, cheered for him. Like, I rooted for him. I, I haven't been the biggest Chris Paul fan. Now, I recognize he's an elite talent, but um, he he has that Napoleon complex to me to where he does a lot of sneaky shit. And I don't like sneaky players to where they portray themselves to be one thing, but they do a lot of sneaky shit on the back end. He just seems like a sneaky, dirty player to me. Um, and just from a lot of instances of what I've seen him do, um, great competitor and all this type of stuff, but you're not going back. So you might as well opt out that contract and go to the LeBron Lakers. going back. And mm-hmm. let LeBron and AD carry you to the finals. Mm, uh, or at least deep playoff contention. Because... Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix got um, um, lucky. I was trying to find a better way of saying that, but Phoenix got lucky. LeBron was hurt in the first round. Now, now they they whooped Denver's ass uh, when they swept swept them. Um, then who else did they go yep. through? Was it yep. was it uh, the Clippers? Did they, they go? They mm-hmm. went through the Clippers, but Kawhi Leonard was hurt, so. You know, and and I I had this thing where I wanted him to go through. Um, uh, I wanted him to come to Miami, but he tore his ACL. So never mind. Fuck you, Kawhi. Uh, <laughs> that's so mean. Uh, but outside of that, congratulations to Giannis. I suppose. Um, you know, I I have nothing but respect for you, but I just don't like you because you swept my my team out the playoffs. Um, and now everyone loves you, and I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that they love you at at, at the expense of my team. So, Salty. you know, I mean, it, it could be hating. I mean, I mean, it could. I, I clarify. So what? That's, that's called hate. So, I mean, listen. I mean, y- y'all see, y- y'all hating on my hating. So y'all, y'all just let me have this right now. But it's okay because the next time you see the Miami Heat. Oh, we about to be reloaded. We about to retool. We we about we about to get shit cracking. And it's it's it's. I mean, we we, we going to get everybody. We gonna get like the, the top seven superstars on the same team. I don't know how we are gonna make it happen, but we are gonna make it happen. And then we are gonna just run shit. So just watch it. I I said it here first, and you heard it here first. I would suppose because if I said it here first, you heard it here first. Okay. Anyway, um, You're moving on. <laughs> so move. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hating on my hating, damn it, shit! Don't, don't hate on my hating. I ain't goddamn. So listen. Um, speaking of jobs, we're talking about jobs a little bit, um, a little bit earlier. So I, I, I want to know what was the absolute worst job that that you've had that you you think about it today? And you're like Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I thinking? Or I may have needed that job, but goddamn, that that sucks so bad. So what was the absolute worst job that you've had? Yeah, I got this one. Craig Mack. What was the worst job you had? First time when I came out the Army, I was in great physical shape. And I got hired for a loading dock company. It was called the Champagne Distribution Company, right? Now, I don't know oh. if you ever worked at a loading dock, but a truck backs up and you unload it. Well, the truck don't always come in nice and perfect and pretty. Sometimes it gets all jumbled up. Anyway, yep. they had four people doing the work of 10. And, like, production was like, you got to get it done. You got to get it done. It's like, it's 100 degrees in the truck. It's 90 degrees in the bay. It's freezing in the winter. I, it just, you're on your feet all day. You have a bad job when you only get 30 minutes for lunch. 
When they only give you 30 minutes, you can't even eat in 30 minutes. Yeah. I get 45. But- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they let my ass go, and I, I danced the jig right then and there. No. Yeah? Now, now wh- why did they let you go? I don't know. I had this old black dude as my manager, and he came up to me and said, oh, didn't nobody tell you? I was like, tell me what, man. What the, what I got to do now? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, uh, unfortunately, we got to let you go. I said, oh, this, y'all have a good one. I wish y'all would have told me before I came in. <laughs> now there, there's there's a, a a thing now now let's let's talk about now you know uh and there's something that all jobs do like it is they will wait until you drive the the all shift. the way yeah. to their facility mm-hmm. and will let you work that whole shift for the most part and then tell you oh yeah by the way um we're just gonna have to let you go and then if, right if, if 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 they scared then they, they'll give the premises. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my worst job was uh, I, I talked about it a little bit. It was um, actually it it was I, I had I had a couple bad jobs. Now I've I've had goddamn like shit. I had a shit ton of jobs. Um, uh, wife used to call me Jamaican because I would just have mm-hmm. so many jobs. Like having two, three jobs, it was just nothing to me. But <laughs> but she but she called me Jamaican. Um. So at one particular one, I was working, uh, it was supposed to be like a sales job. And this was, I was young. So I I really didn't know what was what. And damn it, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, uh, but I, I didn't know, I didn't know what was what, as far as what this sales position was and what it entailed. Uh, but it turned out to be a door-to-door thing. And what I was selling door-to-door, I was selling these coupons to these sporting events, uh, amusement parks, and just, it was like a recreational coupon book that I literally was going door-to-door trying to sell these motherfuckers. Um, And these little things are like fucking cults. When you, you get to these places, they hype you up. They, they give you these scripts and shit to run. Um, and you know, they give you these fake little rebuttals you can give. Uh, and then they, they have this whole hype session. They, yeah, 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 yeah. Now go out there and sell shit. And you know, so I'm young. I'm like, you know, they, 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 they give this thing like, Oh, if you get successful, then you can have your own agency just like this, where you can train other people to sell things. And then it'll be, you know, it'll be your own agency and you just make a shit ton of money. And you're like, oh, this all of this could be mine. All these people, I can be telling them what to do. I can be giving them, you know, encouraging speeches. <laughs> I'm in. Let's put in the work. I'm down for the grind. I get in this random white boy's car. Go to the suburbs. We're going to drop you off literally in the middle of nowhere in this white community. Go sell some advertising and coupons and shit. Alright, cool. I'm about to drop merch. And what that means, I'm about to sell everything I got. Yeah, I'm with it. So I'm in this white neighborhood. Little old black me. <laughs> so 
I'm, I'm going door to door. People looking through the blinds. Leave me alone. People open up their main door with the screen door. Sir, are you lost? <laughs> oh no, ma'am. I'm 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 actually selling. Uh, da 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 da. They close the door in my face. <laughs> I walk on, and I, I may have sold two, <laughs> two of these things. And I, as I'm literally walking around this random neighborhood, I have no idea where I am. Um, now there was this one particular house with this uh, particular white guy. I can tell he really didn't like my presence there because I saw him once and he gave me just this meanest look. Like I, I, I could, I, I feel like I could read his mind and, and it, it, it said to me, Negra, what you doing in here? You don't belong here. So I'm continuing trying to do my job. So by the time I get to his side of the house and his part of the neighborhood, he decided to let his dogs out on me. So I walk up, uh, I wasn't even at his house, but two dogs rush out and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying whatever little commands he was saying. And these two dogs rush at me and I'm like, these dogs about to eat my black ass up. And <laughs> these dogs about to eat my ass up. And so I'm bracing myself trying to figure out what I'm, am I going to punch? Am I going to kick? How am I going to defend myself? You know, it's like, I, I don't have anything on me to defend myself with. Like, and just out of nowhere, this is probably the only time I will, I ever will acknowledge a white savior because, <laughs> because the guy who dropped me off. Now he was maybe about six one. He played football somewhere. Um, he just comes out of nowhere and like tackles one of the dogs while, you know, I'm literally fighting the other dog. So I'm, I'm throwing it just two pieces. Just get the fuck off me. Right. Um, and we rather these dogs. And so this dude sees that we're fighting his dogs and, uh, and he calls them back. Uh, and so the dogs run back and then, so now I'm pissed off. Like, you know what the fuck are you doing? What was that for? Da, 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 da. And so the dude that was, uh, Whoa, my manager at the time, uh, was like, yo, why you doing that? You know, so he's talking and, and asking me if I'm okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off, you know? And I'm going off on dude and like, you know, what the fuck? Da, 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 da. And, and so we get in the car and he was like, no, man, you just, you know, he was an asshole, man. You, you, you can't let that stop you. You, you, you got to press on You know, you're going to look back on this and, and you're going to, and, and, and in my mind, I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm just going to let it stop me from this job. So I, <laughs> so I, 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 I look, I didn't say anything. You know, normally we get out the car, we go back in and, and debrief our day and figure out what we learned, what we did. Da, 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 da. I went straight to my car. I was like, all right, man, I'll see you later. Got my car. I went home. I did not go back. And that, that was the absolute worst job that I had. And then, but then it, because my resume was circling around that type of, I guess, I don't even know what you want to call it, that type of field. And I was getting all type of offers and solicitations, if you will, job offers from the same type of position. So, you know, I'm, I'm walking up in these places, but now I've, I've been fooled once. Fool me once, uh, shame, shame on you rather. Fool me twice, shame on me. So, you know, I'm walking up in these places, you know, I'll dap it up, business casual, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, I walk in here and I'm like, and I'm already looking around. If I'm walking into an interview 
and I, I walk into a room of seven, eight people already there also interviewing. Nope. Sales position. I'll turn around and walk the fuck out. I did that maybe like three, three, four times. Like, mm-mm, this is sales position. No. One one person caught me as I turned around, walked out the door. It was like, oh, is everything anything wrong? Like, you're here for the interview, right? And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I don't do sales business. I don't do door-to-door. I was like, well, you don't have to do door-to-door every day. I was like, I don't do door-to-door, period. And I, I, I walked out. Um, and, yeah, th- that that was the, the, the worst because I had to fight a dog because basically I was walking around the neighborhood while black and this dude sicked his, you know, sicked his dogs on me. Um, and if the other dude didn't come to at least take one of the dogs, so I at least have a fair chance at one of them, then yeah, I, I don't know what would happen. Cause you know, I had nothing on me to defend myself. It was like, I was like completely, all I had was hands and feet, uh, and teeth if I needed. So it, it was, yeah, it was crazy. I like never again, you'll, you'll never, you'll never get me in a situation like that again. So uh, I believe it was that moment. I became uh, a firm believer in the second amendment. All right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, hmm. so peace, y'all. Worst job you ever had? Well, worst job I've ever had was straight out of college. Straight out of college, like legitly. Me and my god brother Demar, we worked at KFC. Uh-huh. Yeah, in Shelby. Ooh. So, um. That was one. That was one. That was one of the times. And I, and after, and after doing it, I've never. I didn't eat chicken for like ten years. <laughs> like for real, because when you looking at when you when you looking at when you looking at chicken legs, it's as big as your arm. Uh huh. And like, and they shrink. shrink not mind you now, they shrink once they go in that grease. Uh huh. But chicken legs as big as your arm. I'm like, yo, that's like a baby leg. What is that? That's like a whole human being right there. And then feathers and stuff out of it. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mom was like, why you don't? You no, know, I didn't eat no chicken wings, chicken breasts, boneless chicken, chicken gizzards, chicken strips, anything that was chicken, I did not eat it. And then even if you look at the research, within them 10 years, people can ask me why I'm not eating chicken. Because technically, a chicken is the nastiest animal you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> they eat their own boo-boo. They eat their own mess. You ever freak out or try to wonder what's that brown stuff on the bone? Don't look it up. You won't eat chicken no more. So, yeah, it was a nasty. It was a, um, you know, I, I had some pretty straight jobs, but KFC jacked me up. Oh, man. For real. I, I'm still hesitant now. That's why I, I bought a line because I want to go to the back and figure out what's going on with this chicken because uh-huh. I know. I know when 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 you pulling out big old thighs and they big as your thigh. Come on, man. I don't know what's back there in that chicken, but yeah, that, 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 it ain't right. They're putting those uh, performance enhancing drugs up in the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, that's that's that is crazy yeah, for real. They need to test them for real. That though. is crazy. And, and you know, and you know what's even crazier? You know, wifey cooked chicken tonight. So. <laughs> so <laughs> Wifey cooked some chicken tonight. It's some 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 baked chicken breast, and so it's like, uh, but I'm gonna eat it though. <laughs> well, as long as she cooked it, it's all right. You know, it ain't KFC. Oh man, uh, KFC. So, you know. That's that's <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> oh my god. KFC anyway. Yeah, I, I've I've always been 
if I were to eat chicken, I've always been Bojangles before. Yeah. But even still, Bojangles chicken is greasy as greasy hell. So, as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's it's you either get you know the 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 shrunken baby leg or you get greasy ass chicken. So you know, I don't even touch. I don't even touch Popeye's chicken. I I, I went I went to yeah, Popeye's yeah. chicken. Well, no, 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 no. Let me roll it back. I went to Church's Chicken. I don't fuck with Church's Chicken at all. And you notice they only have Church's Chicken in the hood. Um, so I tried Church's Chicken one time. There's a Church's Chicken right down the street. Yep. In the hood. And so there's a Church's Stay Chicken right down the street from where we live. And, you know, we, we try to, you know, get a variety of the area. So we like, okay, whatever's closest to us, we, we kind of you know, have a little rotation of things when we go out to eat, you know, well, we let's go here or, you know, to kind of keep things somewhat fresh. We have a little rotation. So, you know, in an, in an effort to kind of expand the rotation, like, y'all, we never been to churches and there's a churches right here. So uh, I'm, I'll go ahead and, and, and illustrate if you will, where exactly we live. So there is a bridge that separates, um, Y'all the good part <laughs> and the bad part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now understand, I love my people. I love my people. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. I love my people. But I'm on that good side, damn it. And the, <laughs> I'm on the nice side. <laughs> I'm on the nice side. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we're still about and and just a quick tangent. Y'all know the... Uh, the way that they uh, divided cities and towns with the highway structures. They would literally, you know, run these highways through black neighborhoods and black towns and cities. Um, and that's how they kind of gentrified a lot of things. So, um, and particularly in Durham, that's what they did because black people basically built the city, Durham, North Carolina. They basically built the city and then white folk came in and did what white folks do. Um, so, but there's this particular uh, highway and there's this bridge that basically cuts right in the Durham right into two, basically. And uh, and so I'm on the the nicer part, but uh, I stay on the hood side quite often because there's just stores and stuff over there that I fuck with that I go over hey, there for. And don't um, act like and you used to go to state. You didn't come to Durham and come to the hood with me now. Listen, that that's what I'm saying. I was right there with you. Like I, I fuck with Durham. Like that's that's why I'm in Durham now. I fuck with Durham. I fuck with Durham big. It's especially once I learned the history of Durham. Because you know, I'm I'm just a nerd like that. So, you know, once I kind of sat back and it was like, well, first of all, Durham gets a bad rep. You know, there's Raleigh, there's Kerry, then oh my god, there's Durham, there's Durham. Uh, let me look up and see what's going on. Like wh- what what gave Durham this this history type of thing? And it's like, oh, Oh, so gentrification, racism, and, you know, the, the typical thing that black Americans go through uh, throughout history when it comes to Durham and the blacks um, contribution uh, of basically building up this city. And it was basically taken from them. You know, what else is new? Um, so. But I, I'm I'm over there a lot. So I see this church of chickens like, you know what? We ain't been to churches yet. You know, and I've never been to churches ever in my life, you know, so let me, let me just get some churches. So I'll go in there, you know, I get a, um, 
you know, a church's meal is me and wifey. Uh, the, the kids are with the grandparents house and, you know, for the, for the week, I believe. So it was just me and wifey like, Hey, and I got some churches. She likes to eat. I like to eat. So cool. So we tried that thing. We, we ate a, a little biscuit box or whatever, a little chicken box in two hours. Both of us <laughs> were, oh, both of us were over toilets, vomiting our asses out. And it, it, it was, it was bad. Now it wasn't bubble. bubble guts. Guts. I don't know what, what the mm. thing is above bubble. Guts, juice but, is everywhere. But, but we, we were there. It wasn't bubble guts. It, it, it was, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know the term shit. It, it was, <laughs> it was, it was bad. Like, it it was food poison. It was food poisoning, but I've never had food poisoning like that. Never, never in my life. Listen, I don't even know if it was ostrich or what. It could have been. They they could have skinned a ferret and fried it for all I know. I look this <laughs> these motherfuckers. <laughs> these motherfuckers. <laughs> They had me and my wife hunched over a fucking toilet. Thank God we have more than one because I'm throwing up and it, it's coming out both sides. Dire, it, it was bad. It was bad. And I'm throwing up and then I'm yelling across uh, well, the house as I'm in between my, my sergeant. Babe, you okay? You okay? And she yelling back. <laughs> it was bad. It was fucking bad. It was bad. Oh, uh, and never again. This was maybe about three years ago. Never again. And every every time I roll by a church's chicken, I I curse it out. It, it may not even be the one that that did it to me, but I curse it out. Goddamn church's chicken! I'd burn all you motherfuckers <laughs> to the ground. But. Oh, that give me the old fried ferret. <laughs> like, oh, man. Fried ferret. Oh, God. Yeah, old fried, K- K- Kentucky fried ferret. I don't want that. <laughs> don't, don't man, but nah, I don't, I don't fuck with churches. Popeye's is cool. You know, I I tried that old uh, chicken sandwich when everybody was going crazy for it. I wasn't too thrilled about that it. That shit made me sick. Mm-hmm. It, it made you sick? The, the mm-hmm. chicken sandwich? Mm-hmm. <sighs> See... I was it just it just tastes like a regular chicken sandwich to me. I I, I didn't understand what was so good about it. And I was um, on the nice. I was in Gwinnett County. Oh wow! Popeyes, yeah. and that shit made me sick. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> nah, yeah. Popeyes. Nah. Nah. Maybe that's the problem. Nah, Maybe good. I should have gone to the hood. Shit. Maybe that was the problem. That, that's the thing. That's why I felt I so safe that. when I went to churches. Cause it was like, because you know, we in the hood, everything. I mean, it may not be the most sanitary, but you know, we put our foot in something. But it, but it's like y'all mm. literally put your foot in this shit, and you feel safe. You know, well, you know, I'm I'm around <laughs> us. You know, it's like I'm with my people. Like I, I know I'm good. Like you know, we cut from the same cloth, yeah, so I know y'all knows. gonna th- throw a little. All skin folk ain't kin folk because uh, I saw a thing Christ. about a lady cleaning her chicken with bleach. Oh my God, no. She I think takes, I saw that. She takes bleach and a little bit of Dawn and cleans her chicken. What 
Then, is she trying to eat off the chicken? What? What is? What? First of all, while she was doing the video, right? All right, when she let the water out, the chicken started going down the damn garbage disposal. She reaches down in there, pulls it out, and then she just rinses it. I'm like, how you go through fucking cleaning the damn chicken with bleach and Dawn, and all you did was use water to water clean it off water. after it went in the garbage disposal? Nah, bro. Nah. Don't don't invite me to any of your cookouts. Not at all. He said, this is the way my mama taught me and her mama taught her. And I was like, well, all y'all no, I bet you they all died by 42. I bet, <laughs> you, I bet you they all dead, dead at 43. Mm. <laughs> just um, too much bleach. Just ate bleach. Bleach chicken. What, what kind of... It was probably one of them motherfuckers that tried to inject themselves with bleach like... Uh, yeah, like like Donald Trump. Mm. <laughs> like <laughs> Donald Trump said, inject yourself with bleach to protect yourself from COVID. That's what he said. <laughs> mm. Oh say my God! That's, that's like what um what 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 Dave Chappelle said. Dave Chappelle said it's crazy when you think about it that he said that, but he might be right. <laughs> Dave Chappelle said he he was shocked when he said it. Then he was like. Wait a minute. That sounds stupid, but he might be right. Man, uh, I'll just, Man, I'll all just I know say is North Carolina had 14 new cases today. So COVID still exists. We talked about this uh, two podcasts ago. You can uh-huh. you you can you can get vaccinated, but I'm gonna stay masked up. My mask is not coming off. All I'm saying is, you know. Girl, you look good. Won't you vax that thing up? Oh my God! Please use a use a Don't decent looking brother. Won't you vax that thing? Don't bring that shit up again. <laughs> if you want to smash some dude named Scott. <laughs> oh my God! That's go the worst the shit shot. I've seen all year. The worst. Hey, Scott, go and get the listen, shot. Listen, listen, listen. I. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I I watch the YouTube videos after I put I, them. I guess up. I guess I know what this means now. When them kids be doing this, right? Yep. Here. <laughs> that means you get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get vaccinated. But nah, man, that 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 was one of the funniest videos I think we we've done. The funniest segments because that that was just hilarious to me. That's that's they that's they thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's the thing. So. <laughs> it's, Oh my god! Oh my god! So, okay, I got I got another question. Okay, well, I got a question for um for for for, for Dante and Craig Mac. Dante and Craig Mac, I seen this on um on ESPN. Uh, I so the Olympics are talking now about bringing the video gaming into the Olympics. How y'all feel about so, that? They about to bring ask like, the question to Dante and Craig Mac and just leave me out of it. Marvel fighting games. Like I don't play games. You know, you get tournament. You got gamers getting paid millions. And he really did. He, he really did. He did. Like you know the what, disrespect. KT? You, you don't. You don't play sports at all. You, you don't know anything about. I, it. I mean, I don't. I, I know they play a game. You didn't even ask if I. My, apo- my, my apologies. <laughs> my. Hold on! No! 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 I know y'all were, were, were gamers. Uh-huh. I didn't grow up with her to know if she played games. You didn't ask either. Yeah. <laughs> not 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 sexy folk. I know these two play gamers, but I don't know if KT play gamers. But KT, listen, 
I apologize for that. But I've seen 10, 12 hours where these guys would play one game for 10 or 12 hours. And you know what they didn't do? They didn't ask me if I wanted to play. I would be asleep or just watching them play. But that's only because we only have four controllers. And between them two, uh, Eric, Bunte, and Tay, yep. I didn't have no spot. They left me out. So I feel you. But, you know, I apologize. The, the, the mere fact that you would do that to another person after you know the pain of being left out. <laughs> listen. Listen. <laughs> I, I was, I would say, <laughs> I would say, listen, listen, that that wasn't my fault. I was peer pressured by by Craig and, and Monte. Uh, with, with, with that would, I, I know y'all would come to my house and be like, "We playing Halo, nigga. We're going to run them sticks, run, run, power that console up." And I'd be like, "But yeah, guys, I, I think Philip should play today." He'll be like, ten hours." <laughs> I'd be like, guys, I think Phillips should play. You know, I, I, I think he, I think he really would like to play. He'd be interested. They'd be like, nah, shut that shit up, nigga. Get on them sticks. And I, you know, I, you know, that them niggas, them niggas would bully me. I, I was so bullied. He don't play. <laughs> if I remember correctly, okay. everybody would ask Philip, "Hey, Philip, you want to play?" And then he'll wake up. I don't even I, remember I'm eating. Good. I don't even remember eating for 10, 12 hours. I think I remember that too. Yeah, that's how I remember it. Because he would decline. Yeah. Now we, we had everything set up in our little yeah. gaming session, right? So at this point, uh, we we just were all off to college, right? I just hit uh, NC State, so I just hit the city. But and as soon as I left, that's when the parents decided to build their dream home. They're like, "All right, we got that nigga out, so now we're gonna, you know, build our dream home." So, um, so I come back, and now we in the Waldorf Astorium, uh, and there's this huge ass basement, and uh, <laughs> and we had this huge ass basement. So I was like, "Well, all right, we got nothing but space, so you know, we'll bring the, we'll bring the video games, and we would basically chill in that basement all day." Uh, my my sister Erica, shout out to Erica. She actually wants to be be a part of this. Uh, she just got to figure out work schedules and stuff. But uh, sh- shout out to my sister Erica, and uh, she uh, she we would make her because at this point she was still a little kid, uh-huh. so <laughs> they would have her. They would literally pay her to go make grilled cheese sandwiches, and she would be racking up money from these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> she she would be racking up money. <laughs> Eric Monte, they'd be like, hey, I give you $2. You make me a grilled cheese sandwich. She'd be like, all right. And then, then she upped the price to like $5 a sandwich. <laughs> and they were paying it, too. <laughs> they were paying it. <laughs> but, you know, it'd be a grilled cheese sandwich and, and red and Kool-Aid. But that's what she's period. doing. <laughs> yeah, and she still got it. She she's trying to push her own. Uh, uh she got a a perfume line that she's trying to develop and and get and, and get to pushing. So you know she she she's been hustling. She's a hustler, and um, and I'm I'm just so proud of of what she's been able to do. Uh, she's she's a rebel, and I, I don't know where she would get that from. You know, that just just a whole re- rebellious spirit. So I, I don't know where she got that from. But you know, she's a hustler. The hustle. All right. Uh, so, but back back to uh to the question about adding the Olympics and stuff to video games. Um, 
you know they're going to have to pay these people. You know, at least I would imagine so. Or th- there will be a lot of people not represented in these video games. So, um, hell, I think uh, to kind of piggyback uh, NBA uh, 2K22 or whatever uh, is featured Candace Parker on the cover. And so she's like the first female to be on the uh, NBA 2K cover. So I think that was really big. And so they're going to, they have a WNBA uh, incorporated into, into 2K the next game is coming out. Yeah. So I think that's really, really big. Uh, I think that's really, really good. Pay these players. You know, that's another source of revenue, especially when you're talking about the the, the disparity between uh, what the WNBA players yeah. get paid versus what the NBA players get paid. Uh, and, of course, there's a campaign to where they're like, you know, pay us as much as the men. But I'm like, it's just not quite exactly the same. Yeah. But I do understand um, – I do understand the argument and I do feel like, you know, y'all can't up the, up those salaries just a little bit. Cause they, it just doesn't make sense. Like the most, uh, the, like the biggest salary in the WNBA is, is still less than the, the vet minimum in the NBA. So like the worst trashiest player in the NBA still gets paid than the best player in the WNBA. So I'm like, and I was like, I, I think y'all can y'all can do that, but I also understand yeah. that there's market. So I think maybe if yeah, y'all the draw isn't kinda... as big for WNBA, it's not. Yes. I understand that, but they can pay them girls a whole lot more. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. And I feel like they can, um, they can combine the brands a bit better to kind of give them a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, to I, I guess piggyback for lack of a better term. Um, because for me, basketball is basketball. I watch WNBA games when I'm able to. Um, there's some of the storylines and the narratives and stuff that I follow, just like I follow in, you know, the regular NBA. Um, it's just, honestly, the times that they play, the channels that they play on, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the national syndication for those games that are played. Hell, the WNBA finals was on like some random ass ESPN. It was like ESPN 14. And and it's like playing at two o'clock in the morning. It's like you just these crazy things like that. So like I think you know if y'all have you know these these double headers so to speak, um, have a WNBA game and an NBA game. You know as as your your double header games. If there's a triple header, feature a WNBA game in there uh, for the All Star break. You know, but of course I. Yeah, but I do understand that I I, I don't think their schedules yeah, are the are the same, same either. Yeah. So it was like yeah. the NBA season plays, then the WNBA season plays like towards the end there or something like that. So it's like y'all, I I just think there's better ways they can plan it to where you can actually get these women paid more mm-hmm. uh, than what they paid because that's just ridiculous. Like even um, too. yeah. So it's like if you get put them on a bigger platform, then I I just I I just don't see how it will not be a success to bring in more fans, to bring in more people, uh, you know, eyes on the product, more supporters that you're able to give these people, uh, to give these women more money. Um, take the, uh, the women's soccer team, for example, uh, the way that they're paid. And I think this was, uh, uh, the case last year. I'm not sure if they changed it. I haven't followed it as closely, but when I looked at it, uh, the, the women's, uh, soccer team, um, they get paid yeah. when they win. If they win, they get paid and they get paid really well when they win. 
If they lose, they don't get shit. They don't get paid anything. Uh, but when it comes to the men's soccer team, they get paid, you know, of course, they get paid regardless. They get paid big money regardless. So, and it's just, I was like, now that's not fair at all. Like, and some of the most talented, uh, the most, yeah, yes, they are winning. And the women are winning though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. And so it's like th- th- they have just as big as a market in the soccer industry or the soccer realm of sports than the men. It's just as comparable, just as competitive, just as polarizing, just as captivating, just as exciting, and just as many people tune in. But it's like, you know, that that pay thing where you got to win to get paid, like, that's crazy. I just think yeah. that's that's absolutely crazy. Uh so I, like y'all, y'all need to y'all need to change that. See this part of feminism, I rock with one hundred percent of the way. Like women's rights, women uh, pay disparities, um, things of that nature. For, like, like women care products for for uh, women who are like below the poverty level that struggle with with basic necessities to for products to take it. Like stuff like that, I rock with, and I will stand ten toes down with you every step of the way. But when y'all start talking about um, women are better than men and, and we don't need men and, and, and da, 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 da. And I'm like, Oh, oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's all, that's all I'm saying. But like, I, I'll, I'll rock with y'all heavy. I rock with y'all heavy. Uh, I love my women. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but that's what I think. That, that's, that's what I think about that. <laughs> um, I don't. I told you. I, I got. <laughs> I got I'm sorry. Going back to that uh, gaming thing in the the Olympics. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. You don't know if they should get paid. No, it's not about whether or not them getting, pay, uh, getting paid. It is big, but I feel like it's on its own entity. Paid for it. it's, gaming know. is I actually big. I mean, it's like yeah. it's really they get paid. They get. Paid. I don't feel like it really goes hand in hand with what the Olympics are by the platform. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I saying. understand. Um, yeah. There, I feel like there's more of a physicality. For Olympics, for the Olympics, that's still a physical thing. Okay, well, what you feel about what you feel it's about dancing being in the Olympics? Mm. Well, see, actually, it's, it's amazing you said that. Yeah, that's all I about to say. It's amazing you said mm-hmm. the physicality of it mm-hmm. because. When they when they interviewed these gamers today, one of the head people for the game industry in Tokyo was like, "Well, these people got to practice the same thing. These people got to study the same thing. Um, the efforts that they do now, mind you, now everything is just mm-hmm. hand, eye, mind type thing. But it's no mm-hmm. physical fit. You could actually be five hundred pounds and be a gamer and win the Olympic gold medal now if they do it the way they're doing it. And um, yeah, right. you're right. I mean, it's just 
But you can't just get out there and say, "Hey, I'm gonna beat this guy." If you don't, oh, they're serious now. They're serious because I be watching these guys play. Yeah, they're serious. I just feel like it's moving so fast. But I don't know what they be doing, but they be they be moving. Yeah. Because I think dancing, dancing Uh, needs to be in the Olympics. Because you know, there's already forms of dancing dancing that are in in 2024. The Olympics already. Got ice skating. That's dancing on ice. You got yeah. the, uh, the floor exercise. That's pretty much dancing and acrobatics combined. So, I mean, it's really already in some form a part of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can see that a little bit more yeah. than the gaming. Now, the gaming by itself, like they, they have their tournaments and everything. But I just, I don't know. I just don't feel it's in the same vein as the Olympics. But, you know, yeah. I'm I done seen some of these niggas uh <laughs> playing in these tournaments and stuff and they are serious and it's like, dang, like how do you even I couldn't do it. I love mm-hmm. I love gaming, but I don't love it that much. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I can't I, I, dedicate I see point. that much time to to that i you know i enjoy it you know you're right i have been known to play the day away and be like dang is it is it Mm -hmm. 10 (laughs) o'clock already and i've been playing since 10 o'clock this morning (laughs) you know so i you know i've been there and done that but as far as the time and effort that a lot of these gamers put in I couldn't personally do it, but hey, kudos to them. Yeah, they they definitely, and I, I think I misunderstood. Um, y'all was actually talking about like gamers, and I, I was thinking like NBA 2K featuring like Olympic or international players in their games. So um, to actually be on task, then nah, I don't, I don't think that should be an Olympic uh, thing at all. Um, because I, I think they have their own like Olympic things anyway. They have these uh, game cons and mm-hmm. um, these these forms where they come from all over the world to play for these tournaments, win big money, um, and, and do all these I, things. I don't think it needs to, yeah. be, to be put in the Olympics because they they have their own thing. It's exactly. their own world. Like I think it's fine the way it is. You know, I agree. I agree. I, I don't think everything should be uh, an Olympic sport. Like I know, uh, I think uh, P. Shaw just mentioned it earlier. As far as uh, break dancing, you know, it was becoming an, an Olympic sport, which uh, I'm interested in seeing how that how that plays out. But uh, even at at the same time, you know, as far as like just the actual gaming or e gaming or e sports as they call it, um, nah, nah, I, I don't I don't think that should be an official. Olympic, but because even at the same time, like uh, as as uh, P. Shaw put it in in the chat, uh, hell, people lose their minds. Like people take gaming real seriously, and you know, people mess around and lose and come back and shoot up the whole place. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you want to put that on on, on the Olympic stage, um, but you know, it's 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 interesting. It it, it is interesting. I I watch it, you know. Um, uh, I actually sit and just kind of let YouTube's videos play of people yeah. playing games, like which is crazy. Like I, I don't, I don't play games as much anymore. 
Um, you know, I I do have my my little dabs where I just kind of play games when I just want to kind of woosah, kind of zone out, kind of just just kind of just zone out for a while. You know, that's when I'll, I'll jump in some games and um and I'll I'll go back to the old ways or whatever, and I will binge and I, I will play that game from from morning to to night. Uh, then be like, yo, where did the day go? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, and I I, I, I do find pre. Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've done that with, uh, what was that? Uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, what was it? Oh, uh, I love Skyrim. Not Skyrim. It was. Or, 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 or uh, was, Morrowind. No, 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 no. It was, um, dang, I don't know why I can't. Oblivion. Oh, uh, yeah. Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. Yep. Skyrim was my game because then they came out with uh, the mods to where you can literally mod the game any way you want and just change the entire gameplay. So like Skyrim has been out for dander 10 years, but you throw a couple of mods in there and it plays like an entirely new game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I spent over a thousand hours on that game. Like <laughs> no lie. I'll spend over a thousand hours on the game because I, I would beat it one way. I would add a couple mods, play it through again and add a few more, play it again, add a few more, take some out. And then it, it was to the point, it was an entirely new game. Um, you start out as, you know, this white Nordic guy that's, you know, here to slay some dragons. But by the time I added mods, I was this black uh, warrior king coming from Africa that was coming to conquer this, this console. It, it was just crazy. I, I changed the whole entire fucking game. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love some video games. What, what do y'all think as far as video games, uh, when people be like adults shouldn't play video games. So like say, say women be men. like, well, re- I, I think so too. <laughs> like real men, <laughs> like real men shouldn't play video games or, you know, adults period shouldn't play video games. That's for kids and la 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 la. Um, Whatever, because so, the ones be playing Candy Crush on their damn phone, so shut the fuck up. Exactly. Exactly. So whatever. Exactly. You choose Candy Crush, I choose to play my Nintendo It's Switch. the same thing. Whatever. Yeah. So it's, you know, I've, I've always found it funny, or if you use it or trying to say that it's a thing of you're wasting time. That's not productive. But it's like, but how long do you spend on your phone on social media every day? Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what was, what's the difference of you scrolling through Instagram and Facebook or wherever or TikTok or whatever, you know, two, three, four hours a day versus me playing video games, two, three, four hours a day. What's the and difference? I have an imagination and your ass don't. Yes. And that's the way I see it. I, I feel like, People who play video games, like they have, uh, I'm I'm sure there's some sort of study or something, but I'm sure there's people who have, um, I would like to think, broader imagination, uh, more open minded, um, and and it just I, I just I just think there's a a benefit to having video games. You know, if anything, you know, for the entertainment of it, uh, for you to kind of immerse yourself into the video game, experience the story. I like I don't see a difference with playing video games versus you watching a movie. It's like you sit down and you watch a movie for two and a half hours. And what's the difference between me playing video games for two and a half hours? Like you're immersing yourself in the story. So am I, I you know, it's, like, it's just more in a more creative 
when I had more creative outlets like that. Um, Mm -hmm. When you get so caught up in real life, you know, in adulting and everything, a lot of times, I mean, it's been shown that uh, even with studies and everything, I, I would have to pull the studies, but I do know that they exist, that as we grow older, as we get bogged down in the things that life throws at us, and we don't have as many like creative outlets, our imagination just shrivels up to nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. our will to have fun sometimes, you know, it'll just it just shrivels up and I'm sorry, yep. I'm trying to be a big kid to the doggone end. Okay. Yep. Yes, I Same can here. handle my business, but yes, I can fucking have fun. Yes, I can mm-hmm. still be creative and um finally finished this fucking book that I've been working on forever. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it has been a while. You've been working on that oh book for a God. while, but life has but been hell, I, I, fucking with my mind, okay? With my creativity. I understand. And that's I why understand. I'm like, I gotta do more I have to have more outlets. Like, you outlets, know, yeah. I have my nails. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, I draw character art on nails and all kinds of stuff, but it helps me to let my creative juices flow. You know, I need to start reading more, you know, because when I was reading a lot, man, I could, I could write so much better or just it flowed out of me so much easier. Mm -hmm. So I got to get back to those things that, um, you know, help me. Yeah, I agree because, you know, you've been working on this book for quite a while, but I do understand it because hell I've been working on, (laughs) I've been working on rhymes and rosaries, this, this album for about six years now. Um, and hell I was, I was JB real talking about rhymes and rosaries. (laughs) No, it has it. It has it. <laughs> no, oh I I was I was JB real. Yeah. That was ten years ago talking about rhymes and rosaries is coming. All right, I'm working on rhymes and yeah. rosaries. All right, and then when I you know did the you know drop JB real and then did the you know the doing the Dante Credo thing, and uh, I'm still talking about rhymes and rosaries is coming. <laughs> like, was, it's been it's been ten years since I've been working on this doggone album. Um. And that's just the thing, you know, getting into life, taking care of business, the adulting thing, you know, it, mm-hmm. you know, having all those, like, uh, I, I miss the JB real days. And it's not even so much as far as the type of rapping I was doing, but it was, it was, I was in such a creative moment in my life to where mm-hmm. that's all I was just able to focus on. And I was just drawing so much inspiration mm-hmm. uh, that I was just, just killing shit just i was just killing stuff yeah and uh and it was it it was it was fun for me it was so much fun for me even though you know all these different dramas and stuff were were coming out and uh people hating here people doing this that and the third it didn't even matter because all that i was worried about was just the music the ideas that i had in the music and this inspiration, that inspiration, this story I want to tell, that story. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I may not like, 
even to this day, even to this day, I have yet to record anything in an actual professional recording studio. Everything that I've done, all every song that you heard has been from a desktop or a laptop and a, you know, a whatever, a Pro Tools thing and whatever I can, you know, save money, work my ass off, save up some money to, to buy. Like this microphone here, this mm-hmm. microphone's expensive as fuck, but I love it. But it's like, I, I've, I've yet to step in a, a professional studio and get work done, but it didn't even matter because, you know, it, it uh, that stuff will come. I was in such a creative space and then, you know, life kind of happened. And then, you know, those outlets just kind of went away. And then I, I look up and it's like, damn, six years gone by. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and mm-hmm. I, 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 I I wouldn't say that video games is the only outlet, but I think it's 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 a great outlet to have to just kind of tap into things, get into a story. Um, I would play video games, and then you know I would think of bars, you know, that had nothing to do with the video game, but I would think of bars or, or a song concept. You know, it was just you know tapping into that creative space just opens up so much more to where you may be doing something to kind of get those juices flowing. And then you get inspiration to do something completely different than what mm-hmm. you got the inspiration from. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I, I always see those type of comics and posts from people that, that want to disparage people as far as adults from playing video games. And I'm like, like, yeah. first of all, do you know that there's people that, that gets paid hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to just play video games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, I sit and watch people play video games. Like, Chris Smooth, he he's been playing NBA 2K for the last 15 years, uh, and he, you know he plays other video games, but he's ma- mainly more known for playing NBA 2K. And I I listen to oh I watch a guy named uh, Wellen, you know he he plays this game called Rust, uh, and he's been playing it for for almost yeah, five right. six years, and they get paid buku amount of money, and so it's it's like do y'all not understand the the industry that is video games? Or, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm standing up for all the nerds out there, all the nerds. Anyone that tells y'all, you know, you shouldn't be playing video games as an adult, you know, flick a booger on them or something. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> oh, man. So that's it. So thank y'all for checking us out. On behalf of, you know, the Talk My Credo podcast, homegirl KT, homie Peace hey. Shaw, and your boy Dante Credo, and Craig Mack. You know, he was kind of falling back in the cut. You know, we had some uh, uh, some technical issues, but, you know, we're going to get that back. And then Craig Mack going to be back on attack. And, 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 and I was trying to think of some more rhymes, but I'm out of here. All right. So y'all, <laughs> y'all take care. KT, your facial expressions be taking me out, yo. I be sweating. They <laughs> be taking me out. <laughs> like, like, show me love. Show me love. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, we love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, you know, this is Monday. This is Monday's pod. So, you know, we're going to be back up in this thing on Thursday to, to get y'all some more smoke. So, till next time, stay fly, stay blessed. Peace.